Yo, what is going on, uh, Brodege? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington, here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Friday, February twenty fifth, two thousand twenty two, and this is season nine, episode twenty. I know episode twenty technically should have been on Wednesday, uh, but as I talked about in the uh, in the episode, I just had some things that came up, and it just didn't work out for me. But that's okay. I am here now, and I've got a, you know, I think i got a jam-packed episode for you today. Pretty much, I, I actually wanted to talk about more, and I didn't end up talking about it, because I figured, like, as I was talking, it, was like, it might be better to talk about this throughout next week. So, uh, today we're actually going to be talking uh, a little bit about... <laughs> we're going to be talking about stretching versus, uh, uh, versus mobility. And uh, I, I laugh because of the the title I was thinking about for this episode, you know, the reason why I was uh, <laughs> thinking about this title is because, uh, well, I actually talk about this in the episode as well, but essentially it was just a conversation I had uh, with someone and it just kind of like sometimes weird analogies come to my head and then the connection is just like so perfect. I just have to tell somebody. <laughs> so that's how it went down today. I was like, oh, that's a nice one. Okay. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that analogy is going to be the name of this episode. So without further ado, season nine, episode 20, we're going to call this one. It's sort of like a one-night stand. <laughs> Let's go. All right, so today I am back. I missed Wednesday because I was actually going to a, uh, a talk, and I really thought I was going to be able to get the podcast done uh, either before or after, but <laughs> it didn't work out. So Wednesday was a bust. Thursday, I'm always way too uh, busy and exhausted from Wednesdays <laughs> to do anything. So here we are on Friday evening recording another episode. So here we are, episode number 20. We're in the 20s now, and I want to talk about this. Uh, I had a few. Ep- I had actually a few topics that I was that were on my mind. Uh, some things I wanted to talk about the, that I had. I uh, heard at the Jordan Peterson's, uh, what would you call that? I, I guess uh, the Jordan Peterson, uh, his talk. Yeah, that's probably the best thing to call it. So anyways, yeah, it, it was good, you know, um, but uh, listen, I had a few things that I wanted to talk about beforehand, uh, some things that uh, were kind of, you know, I've been, I've had on the back burner and I almost tried to put them all together, but I think we're going to try to see if we can uh, talk about a few more of these things next week. Uh, really what I was ta- oh, what the main thing I wanted to talk about today was uh, stretching. All right, or mobility. Again, I know I've talked about it before, but sometimes I like I explain it to somebody and then I'm like, "Ooh, I got to write that down." 
<laughs> and like it's like, ooh, that, yeah, that's a great one. So uh, today I was talking to somebody uh, about their mobility and then stretching and strengthening. Uh, see, the thing is that uh, that this is important because there are uh, some clients that I have like I have like no mobility, no flexibility. I have some clients that have a lot of mobility and uh, flexibility, and I have some clients that have flexibility but no mobility. Now, what does that mean, right? A lot of people ask, like, or a lot of people will say that mobility and flexibility are pretty much the same thing, right? Just like moving your body through space is essentially what it is. And that is part of it. But the real thing that uh, it is, is that it is you actually moving your uh, body through space with control when you're talking about mobility, Whereas with flexibility, it's essentially just moving your body through space. And that's important. That's an important thing because, um, as I've said in previous uh, episodes, you don't want to have, you don't, you want to have mobility. You don't really want to have flexibility. Flexibility is like a gift and a curse because, uh, if you're flexible or hyper flexible, uh, there are going to be times where your body might go into positions that, it's just not capable of maintaining. So uh, for hypermobile people, uh, or hyperflexible really is what it is, uh, you can get into positions, uh, but you might not necessarily be able to control that position. So it's not a sustained movement. It's just like, I can go here, uh, but I can't hold myself here because I have no strength in that position. Uh, so that's important because... Uh, you can, you know, say for instance, if you have like hypermobile knees and you play soccer, um, that's not, uh, you know, that's not as, that's not very good, uh, because if somebody like say tackles you or something like that and your knee is going to like, you know, if you, if you're going one way and they tackle you and they put the force of their body and I uh, go in the opposite direction of where you're going. Uh, you are more going to be more susceptible to like tearing an ACL, a PCL. Uh, you know, you don't know, you don't know what your knee could actually do in that position because it's hypermobile. It's really flexible, so that means it can go a lot of places, and it doesn't, and, and doesn't, it doesn't really go under your control. So flexibility, mobility, two different things. So I've talked about how you can improve this before. Uh, so I won't go too deep into this. In fact, I won't probably make this into a very long episode at all. Uh, but the only reason why I want to talk about this is because I thought I had a really good analogy. So <laughs> this whole episode is pretty, pretty much based on this analogy. And I really hope it's a it's a quality analogy. Now I think about it as like, oh, man, I just pasted a whole episode on this one <laughs> analogy. Uh, but I think it's good. So listen, um, there's a flex, you know, people stretch a lot. And that's the thing. A lot of people, like, I just had somebody that I was just working with, just started working with, uh, that was uh, actually going to do some stretching after their workout. Uh, and I was like, hey, you know, uh, you know, stretching is good. I gave him the spiel about, you know, the six minutes, 36 minutes, if you remember from my previous episode, like your, your, your typical stretching routine is going to last between, or is the effects are going to be between six and 36 minutes after your actual stretching routine, no matter how long you stretch for. So uh, I showed him a couple things that he could do uh, to improve his mobility. 
And, you know, I talked to him about, you know, the, the, kind of the same thing we just talked about, mobility versus flexibility. And so, uh, you know, and then he became a client because he said, oh, this is this is great stuff. <laughs> so, listen, the thing is uh, that with flexibility, a lot of people try to do these static stretches, right? They try to put themselves in this position uh, where they're just holding that muscle in position and they're just cranking it as far as they can. And that, you know... Sometimes yeah, they, they do it to feel good. Sometimes they do it because they think they're improving their mobility or their flexibility. And, um, okay, two ways to look at this. So the first way to look at it is like the, uh, the, you know, the feeling good. The reason why you do it is to feel good. And there's nothing wrong with that. You should, you should do things that feel good. You know, like that is, that is kind of the point of doing things that feel good because you don't want your whole life to be torture. Uh, so, you know, cause we live in an inherent an inherently difficult life as you can ask, you know, many people around the globe, uh, right now experiencing some kind of conflict or some kind of, uh, discomfort or animosity with their government, whatever. There's people all over this world that can tell you that life is inherently difficult, even of course in their own country. Uh, but the thing is that you don't want to always do those things that are like that feel really, really good. You know, and I'll get back to that in a little bit. Uh, the other thing is kind of the more important point of this one, of, of, this, of these two points here, is that uh, stretching is not good for you anyway. So uh, it, it, it's like essentially like you're doing something that is, yeah, it's just, it's weakening you. Let's put it that way. That's probably the easiest way to put it. Uh, if you're doing it pretty continuously and incorrectly for the most part, uh, it can weaken you. So yeah, but to go back to my point, to point number one, which is the whole basis to that analogy point I was talking about. So, yeah, uh, stretching feels good. It, and, you know, like I said, it releases dopamines. It feels good. Uh, but so do one night stands for the most part. You know, one night stands feel good. It's, you know, you get pleasure from that, right? I don't know if you've had a one-night stand, but that's, you know, the the general consensus from people is that they feel good. That's the reason why people have them, right? <laughs> Most people don't do things and not feel good. Uh, but what feels actually better is a, a relationship, someone that you can trust, someone that is going to build you up and make you a stronger individual. See, with like, you know, one-night stands, they feel good, but you don't get any substance really from it. You don't improve from it. It's just like that one moment in time that you're doing that thing where you feel the benefit, you know? So, yeah, it's kind of good, but uh, and there are, you know, there's certain things that, you know, people might say that have like these neurological benefits and, you know, that's good too. Again, it is good to have something in your life that feels good. Uh, however, you know, if your goal is to build uh, mobility, right, if you want to be more mobile, if you want to control yourself through space a little bit more, uh, then stretching is not your thing. You know, again, stretching is not necessarily healthy for you. I mean, it's not unhealthy for you, but it's not it's not as healthy healthy as people uh, say it is. Kind of like um, 
What is something? I don't know. I can't even think of stuff that people say is healthy for you, but it's not really that healthy for you. Oh, granola. <laughs> yeah, it's got like granola. You know, it's like, yeah, it's not bad for you, but it's it's definitely not good for you. You know, it's high in sugar and, you know, the the fiber content is usually not enough to uh, to counteract the amount of sugar that they need to make that most of those cardboard tasting snacks actually good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... I think it's a really good analogy. Uh, you know, it feels good, uh, but it's not something that is sustainable because there's no foundation to it. There's nothing to, you, you can build off of. Whereas, now, we're, what's the what's, <laughs> what's the opposite to that, right? It's like, you know, I'm over here bashing, stretching, but what is the opposite to it? What is the thing that you're going to actually do to get more flexible slash mobile? Well, you definitely don't want to get flexible just to kind of get that out of your vocabulary. At least when it comes to yourself, you want to be mobile. Uh, so the best way to gain mobility is eccentric loading of your joints and muscles. What does that mean? Essentially, you know, like kind of going slow through those ranges of motion with like maybe some resistance. So like say, for instance, if you're trying to increase your, your, uh, your hip mobility, a great thing to do is to do some essential, eccentric, essential too, I guess, uh, but eccentric squats, like, you know, going low, but nice and slow and really feeling those glutes firing up as you're going down and engaging every little fiber in your glutes and around that area that essentially help you sit properly. And, you know, it can, same can be done with pretty much any joint, but that is the key, really, is, is loading up your joints and getting them. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, heavy, you know, crazy amounts of weights or whatnot. It's just essentially you putting that, I like to tell my clients, you putting awareness in those joints. It's you essentially trying to figure out a way where you can put your brain in your hip or put your brain in your shoulder or put your brain in your wrist or your feet or wherever you're trying to work there is like there's something to be said about having that awareness as opposed to just flopping around you know like and i'm not even saying i shouldn't say flopping around you know it kind of is flopping around uh because you don't have any control over but it's 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 more so that you can control every single bit of the movement that gets you to that uh that gets you to the end point you know it's not like like say for instance a uh, uh, a warm up that you might do uh, before a lift would be like a dynamic warm up a dynamic warm up is not the same as like an eccentric um an eccentric loading of a joint and it's also Definitely not the same as a static stretch. You know, what you're doing with a dynamic warm-up is essentially just trying to throw your joint into that position. Obviously, you don't want to do that just coming out of the car because you'll rip something. Uh, but, you know, you want to do something that gets your body moving, gets the blood flow going. And then, you know, with some dynamic warm-up stuff, you're going to go a little ballistic. And that's just a little bit outside of your uh, range of motion. But that's to kind of get your, uh, your central nervous system kind of activated and fired up. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it works. It's just like, you don't want to, you don't want to put your body into a sustained positions. Like you don't want to sustain 
a, a hold that is not good for you uh, for long periods of time. Maybe sometimes it's good. Again, with the stretching, it's good to do that maybe for a little bit, release some endorphins, but it's not it's something that you want to practice. Just like a one-night stand is not something you want to practice. You want to build a relationship. And by building a relationship, you gradually increase the resistance on your eccentric uh, on your eccentric lifts or your eccentric loading of your joints. So, yeah, that's really what it is. One night stand versus relationship. Relationships always are better because they help you improve and be better along further down the road. And uh, believe it or not, I had some things that I wanted to connect into there. Like, uh, you know, I was thinking about some things uh, that I wanted to talk about in relationship to happiness and the relationship to like, you know, uh, getting your getting to the right problem. Uh, so I wanted to kind of get into that today. But I was like, yeah, I was thinking to myself, you know what, we can hit that up next week. So uh, without further ado, let's go and just finish this episode off. <laughs> I really do appreciate you listening. Feel free to subscribe and you can uh, hear my uh, musings about the uh, happiness and uh, solving the right problem next week as I uh, put them out to the airwaves. You know, if you subscribe, you get uh, that notification as soon as I put it out. Uh, also, uh, don't forget to uh, you know share this and leave a rating or review. All right, I'll check you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Friday or whenever you're here listening. I really do hope you're having a good one. All right, take care. And as always, keep good company.